That's what I'm saying. The podcast about hip hop, entertainment, dating, sex, relationships, and social issues from a sometimes ratchet but mostly woke perspective. So listen and subscribe to That's What I'm Saying. We're on iTunes, Google Play, Spotify, Pandora, pretty much wherever you listen to your podcast, y'all. Also, watch That's What I'm Saying, the TV show, weekdays on Island TV. Follow us on Facebook and Instagram at TwizPod. So I'm Sean. And I'm Shatara. Hey, Shatara, my sister. Hey, sister. How you doing? I'm good. I'm good. You know, weather in the storm. How are you? Yeah, I'm good. I'm good. I'm good. Over here in sunny Florida. Well. What's up? Up in the in the uh, New Jersey area, which I got going on. You know, funny thing is, we have good weather, so oh. that's the funny thing okay. about this fall. We have spring weather these past few days. So, although the leaves are falling and the foliage looks beautiful, mm-hmm. we also have some good, you know, seventy, I don't know, two degree weather and sun is shining to match, you know, the beautiful sky. So I'm 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 happy with it. I'm not complaining because I know, like Game of Thrones, winter is coming. Okay. okay. You know what I'm saying? All right. You know mm-hmm. nothing, guys. No. All right. So, <laughs> what, are, what are we calling this episode? I don't know yet. Give me, listen, give me a minute. Um, and I'll, I'll let you know at the end. I'll come up with something. How about that? Okay. Basically, we don't we don't know what we call this episode. Listen, it, it's like it bees like that sometimes. Okay. I'm quick. I'm witty. I'll, I'll, trust me. I'll come up with something for you. Okay. It's going to be organic. All right. All right. Okay. Okay. All right. So let's get right into this ratchet minute. So I know you heard, because I know we've been talking about it, um, Pastor Mm -hmm. Future. I don't know where Future's church is. It's all over the world. He's got like a mega church. You know, people just (laughs) flock to Future. Even I, even I, uh, Mm. yes, even Mm. I love love (laughs) Future. We get on my nerves. So anyway, um, he is claiming in the court. So basically his ninth baby mama, Eliza Mm. Rain, Filed child support papers in Florida, and he has claimed under oath, mind you, that he is flat broke, that he lives in a two-bedroom, two-bathroom um, apartment in Atlanta that he rents, and basically he doesn't know what's going on with his money because his business business manager handles all his business. <laughs> he says all his jewelry is fake. Everything is fake. He don't have okay. no. It's nothing is real. So okay, mm-hmm. I got the Not- keys. Keys. So, not, 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 not. I got hoes in Atlanta. Future, no, I don't. You know what? That's hilarious. Uh, under oath, mind you. Really, this is what we doing now? No, he was like, listen, Your Honor, I stepped into a time machine, and <laughs> I was back in the past, back when I had my two bedroom apartment. Ain't no future. <laughs> ain't no future. This is this is funny. Um, he is letting her know, don't come for me. That's what he told her. He said, listen here, don't come for me. <laughs> Well, I think she's asking for like $53,000 a month based on what she says is his income, which I mean, even with nine baby mamas, I kind of believe it. He's making it. Listen, um, but but to go the length to be like, everything I got is fake. Like my lifestyle is all the front. Okay. If you say so. Um, the funny thing is I have a friend who his baby's mother was taking him to court. And he was like, she just needs to be happy with what I'm giving her. Like, and she's, you know, I'm being very generous, which, okay, I hear you. Don't you know, he went and had um, a family friend who owns a grocery store, uh, put him under um, minimum wage mm-hmm. and, and, and got those papers done. And when they got to the court, he was like, she can only get what I'm making. He's like, she's going to be mad. <laughs> when I was practicing child, I was practicing domestic law and out uh-huh. here, you know, defending and, and. I was on both sides of that child support. You know, it's it's a it's a lot of creativity out there. That's all I'm gonna say. Oh, I get this was funny to me. I'm sorry. Can you imagine yeah, getting to the court? This was, this was the baby mama he called an ugly mistake on Twitter. Remember that? Oh by nine? Laughing. Future. Future got a whole he got a <laughs> basketball team. <laughs> you know? He's, okay. It's something about him. It's something about him by the time she got to the ninth the ninth one. She's like, you know what? I think I'm ready for this position. Mm-hmm. I mean, he is, and so now he's suing her for defamation because basically she's ruining his reputation. You All know right. what, me sir? No, no. He sir. he clearly has a reputation in the bedroom. Clearly, and the evidence shows in all these kids. <laughs> something is something. Something good going on with you, future. I don't know what it is. I don't know what it is either. <laughs> what I look, what I like to find out if a baby isn't guaranteed on the other end. <laughs> he's he's fertile Myrtle over here. Listen here, <laughs> future could work at the sperm bank. He's like, I'm gonna show you. You got a future, ladies. For all you women having problems, I'm gonna show you. You can have a future. <laughs> <laughs> oh goodness. 
That's terrible. A mess. But hilarious at the same time. Sorry. I hope she gets her money. Future, stop playing. You know what? I hope she does too, because you know both of them are equally responsible. Because he's claiming, you know, once they had sex, then she, when she said she was pregnant, she started harassing him. Like, hello, with, oh. with phone calls every day. Oh, Neither. really? Really? <laughs> she started harassing him. Oh, but that's. I think he just. You know what? I don't care how much money you have. I do believe nine kids after a while is going to take a toll. I'm sure he opens up that mail. He's like, whoo. Do you think that he gets mail or do you think he gets online statements? Like, how does that work? Yeah, it's probably it's, it's probably all online. <laughs> <laughs> After a while, he probably get imagine if everybody wants, you know, thousands of dollars every month and he sees that come out of the account as at not the ninth child. He said, "Whoo, yeah, <laughs> that's a lot. And, I think, and they're all like, I mean, well, most of the kids are, are young, like, little, you know, little kids. What's the name? Dodge, Dodge the bullet. Um, what's the name? Um, oh, oh, Sierra. I can't even say Sierra. No, they have a kid together. And they did, but yes, she ain't take. She ain't worried about him. She ain't what? No, she got. Oh, that that baby got a new daddy. Mm, she ain't worried about Tony Oh, she ain't worried about him. That oh, I'm so glad her come up made me so happy. Like oh, thank God. Ooh. Yeah, but but she did get got. She she was the um one two stepping on it. Let me find out what this is about. And she went to go find out. And she touched that stove. And was like. Ah, ah, ah. <laughs> She got the, she got a little one two stepping on there. She did. She she did fall in the bear trap. Yeah, mm. she walked out with the evidence. She walked it out. Must it must be something good. I don't know. It must be something delicious. Mm-mm. But I don't want it. I don't want it. Well, I don't want it. And other ratchet news. I don't know if you heard, mm-hmm. but Miss Lori Harvey, uh, she's been sentenced to two years probation. Uh, she has pled guilty for the L.A. hit and run. I don't know if you heard that she parked. <laughs> Wait, listen, she hit a parked vehicle and she fleed the scene. Mm-hmm. <laughs> she fled. She was out. She, she got flew out. <laughs> she. Woo! She wait, listen, and then she had the nerve to call her stepfather, which is Mr. Steve Harvey. Can I tell you? Food. Wait, wait, revelation here. I'm Do sorry. Tell. Do tell. I did not. I did not know that did Steve it. Harvey was not her real father. I thought that was oh. her, her dad. I'm I really didn't know that. But I okay. So now, now I now I understand that he adopted her from what's the what's the wife? Lori. Uh, what's the mother? Margaret Harvey. Margie. Mar- Marjorie, Marjorie Harvey, Marjorie. old school name, yeah, old school name, Marjorie, yeah, Beverly. She, yeah, and then she was like, just in case I ever need to get out of a ticket, can I take your last name? <laughs> because because my, fa- my my real father's last name is it's not going to help me get out of any trouble. Very pretty young lady, you know. I know she dated uh, Puff and then dated his son. And now she's with Future. That's what I'm trying to say. It's entanglement. Okay, she done made her way on around, and then she was texting, and then boom, she hit a car. Mm. So, uh, and then had the nerve to tell the police officer, like, hold on, let me, um, let me FaceTime my stepfather. And then Steve Harvey was like, I got a family feud question for you. <laughs> if you let my daughter out this ticket, <laughs> okay, you'll save us a whopping $37,000. So she got out of that. And this made me wow. think, oh, remember the movie Clueless? Remember Rome? Yeah. I, and I, yes. Yes. And this, this really made me think of... Um, What's her name? Yeah. Cher? No, 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 no. I'm thinking of the only black character in the movie who is yeah, the, dis- the disgrace friend? right now. Um, mm-hmm. What is her name? Her her cousin and is her Dash. Stacy Dash. Dash. Yes. Dash. She just reminded me in this, like reading this whole thing. I just imagine like Stacy Dash's character. Very like yeah. clueless. <laughs> yeah, I agree. Mm-hmm. Yeah, I was like, this is this is funny right here. So can you imagine her? They're like, you know, hey, Lori, you want to come? She's like, nah, y'all know I'm on probation. Her name was Dion in in Clueless. Dion. <laughs> nah, I can't go. I'm on probation. <laughs> She's serving time. Oh, I'm sorry. That just made me laugh. She's just okay. So stop hitting and running, and stop hitting parked cars. She called Steve Harley Harvey like he was Ray Donovan. <laughs> Ooh, come clean this up. <laughs> Oh in my G wagon, in my G wagon. Oh, texting while behind the wheel. Oh, his his blood daughter. Why? I don't know. I just I never heard the the other part of it that he adopted She's, her. But but haven't you like heard her name like come up a lot lately within the past like two years? Yeah, because right? she's dating Puff supposedly, and then she was dating Future. Right, but just the name, like putting, but 
You didn't put you didn't put it together. Yeah, that's his stepdaughter. Yeah, Steve Harvey has a whole bunch of other kids. He has twin daughters. He has sons. But she's but that one right there. She's and she's the only one that rocks his last name. The other kids are like they're not bothered. They like we already got his money. Like we're good. Wow. It's you and your mom. It's you and your mom that are the hustlers. <laughs> <laughs> hustle alone, hustle alone, family feud. <laughs> Moving forward. Oh, wow. You want some of this? You want some of this woke? Do you want some of this woke? Oh, we get here so fast. Plus, we didn't. We didn't it wasn't a lot of ratchet happening. I mean, it was a lot of ratchet, but well, this uh, most recent election, it got a little ratchet. Sure did. It, I must say, it got people showed their ratchet sides. Mm-hmm. Okay. Okay. And then, then, then we take that into the woke and I'm going to let you know that Joseph Biden has won the presidency. Woo. Defeating Donald Trump. All right. Mm-hmm. Yeah. Mm-hmm, mm-hmm. Yeah. 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 Four days into the election. So this wasn't one of those, you know, they counted it. And the same day we found out this took us four days. Yeah. It, it went on and on. They had to tally it up. They had the Pennsylvania vote. Um, this this was big, the George vote. And even that we still don't know 100%. Those voters have to go back. And we need to figure out what's really happening. So that's in January. We'll we'll know. But as of right now, uh, you have a new president. Mm-hmm. Congrats. How you feel y'all. about that? How you feel about it? Um, I mean, you know what? I, it, anything outside of Donald Trump is a victory. You know, I think okay. I, I probably like the sentiment of a lot of people. You know, is I'm I've been so tired of number forty five. Anybody outside of him will do. But now we're at the point of okay, now. We got somebody else outside of Trump. Now what are we going to do? So, you know, I mean, to be honest, you know, I wasn't really out there doing a rain dance mm-hmm. for Biden mm-hmm. or even for Kamala, Kamala. Okay. Um, you know, no disrespect. I'm, I'm, I'm hopeful. Mm-hmm. I'm more hopeful now than I was four years ago. Okay. But I, but I still believe, you know, the, the Black Lives Matter agenda for lack of a better term mm-hmm. uh, you know, is the same no matter who is in office. So, mm-hmm. you know, we need, you know, health and wellness and healing within our communities still, you know, big, big, big topics. Um, supporting black owned businesses and black ownership, you know, still still on the agenda. So I'm I'm hopeful, but I really want to see what um you know, like I said, we we talked about Killer Mike and some of the plans that he had, you know, to mobilize and strategize like that's still mm-hmm. a real thing. So, you know, like, like I said, we have a lot of work to do. This is great. You know, we got a black woman vice president. I know mm-hmm. it was a lot of back talk and everybody, oh, she Indian and then, da, da, da. you know, it comes down to me like what she look like mm-hmm. and what she claimed. So, right. And, and who her daddy is and I, you know, wh- whether her mother is Indian, you know, from India, you know, roundabout way, they Africans. I don't care what you say, but. Okay, yes. so um, yes. you know, I'm, I've not, I haven't got down into that debate. You know, um, what she is? She's a black woman, but I still okay. am. Um, you know, I, I still call for us to be vigilant and question all the policies. You know, especially the whole, you know, with uh, uh, Ice Cube and that whole debate. You know how, um, you know, well, did he pander to the Republicans and, you know, did he pander to Donald Trump and, you know, anything that that creates change and brings money and resources into our communities, I'm mm-hmm. for it because that's what mm-hmm. this whole political process, this political system is about. So, right. you, know, you, you, you align with the ones that share in our interests, that's equality and, um, and um, you know, equality first finances second in my opinion so Mm -hmm. to me that's not a it's not about the democrats it's not even about the republicans it's about what um you know what is on the agenda and what are we going to do to achieve those those goals so that's kind of that's pretty much where i where i'm at you know okay okay that's good that's neutral yeah it didn't i mean not really neutral just it didn't it didn't feel like um you know when when obama you know oh it's, it's, I fell out my chair. Mm, yes. This is a different feeling. Yeah. Um, this, mm-hmm. No, I, I just feel as though um, this time, you know, underneath Trump's clock, I got to see where a lot of people in the United States stood. I got to see that we were very divided. Um, 
I, and again, I'm not, so I'll tell you in a heartbeat, like, you know, I'm far from politics. You know, I try to enlighten myself and educate myself on a lot of things going on now, especially when, you know, you want to see where your dollar's going, you want to see where your community's at and just, you know, how are people being treated just human to human in general? And I just felt as though, you know, we were, um, we had a president who never, you know, really, uh, had any follow through when it came to solidarity. You know, he didn't have a, a peaceful, uh, demeanor, I think. And that, that was very disheartening over the years. And then because I had to really depersonalize it and say, he's just a representation of how many Americans feel like, you know, and then, you know, so, you know, I started to see, you know, his, you know, Trump stickers and flags. I started to look at it as like Confederate flags. And, you know, and again, because there was just so much divide and so much happening, you know, when it came to immigration and, you know, just the money being the, the bigger cause, it just, uh, like I said, a lot of it was very disheartening. So um, if you had told me that Jon Snow, was also <laughs> someone I would have voted for Jon Snow too. You get what I mean? Like, like you said, as long as it wasn't Trump, I do believe that, you know, he was somebody who he had his run. I do feel like it was um, a monopoly bet that he made um, as someone who filed bankruptcy numerous occasions. And he kind of knows money, knows how to do things. And he was like, watch me win this bet. That's how I really looked at it. And he did. <laughs> then, and now I feel like he served his time and it's time to just, you know, keep moving. It's time to keep moving, but we gotta, we have to look at this as a moment of, our eyes need to be peeled more than ever. Maybe that's because I'm older, but I'm seeing things with a third eye right now. Mm, mm, and yeah, and I think that's that's how we have to come to look look at it. And just as a small aside, and you know, not that I am I am not a supporter of Trump in no way, shape, or form. Mm -hmm. But one thing, one small takeaway, I think we can take from his from the presidency, just this, his whole run. Mm -hmm. say that we're woke is that man is the embodiment of how you speak things into existence, how you mm -hmm. manifest um, things into your life. Because mm -hmm. as, as outrageous as the things that he has said, and we have heard him go on about, I mean, just the craziness mm -hmm. he believes. And, you know, it's, 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 I mean, it's borderless. It's an, it's a narcissist and it's mm -hmm. borderline all these other things. And I'm not here to diagnose nobody, but I mean, mm -hmm. you, get what I'm saying. Mm -hmm. But he's a lot of what he says, he believes his own rhetoric so much so mm -hmm. that, you know, the universe just conspires to make things happen around mm -hmm. him. It's mm -hmm. the craziest thing to, to watch. Um, but that's one thing I've kind of mm -hmm. like noticed, like, you know, I'm ain't, ain't been on his side, not on his side, but I'm saying, Hey, we can, we can take a lesson from that because the man speaks the craziest things over himself and it manifests. Mm. So, hey, y'all, that's what we need to do. That's how we should be okay. living our lives in a, okay. in a, in a positive step. But I, I've always said that, and it's not something that, um, you know, I, it, it's hard for me to say that I even admire that about him because... Mm -hmm. I don't, but mm -hmm. I know I do notice that, and I'm saying like that's a it's a strength, it's a power that we all have. We just don't, you know, normally we don't wake it up. Yeah, I, me, it's funny you say that because many years ago we were in Las Vegas. Mm -hmm. You were there. Hello, oh. happy birthday! And we um, stayed at Trump, you know, the Trump Hotel. Yeah. And I remember we were out at the pool and I mean, it was a very nice hotel. And recently Lindsay Lohan had trashed the hotel. So they were basically saying every guest had to give like an incidental fee of like 500 and up. Mm -hmm. So whereas, you know, if one person books the room, then that's it. Now they look like how many keys do you need? Everybody needs to have. <laughs> Where's your 500? We're like, what? They're, again, because Lindsay Lohan was there, trash a hotel. So mm -hmm. it goes to show you how long ago that was. Anyway, and I remember being out by the pool and the DJ was there. I, I was having a good time. Mm -hmm. And he has a big quote right out by the, uh, by the uh, I don't know, the eating area. And it says, if you're going to dream, dream big, mm -hmm. Donald Trump. And I'll never forget it because I like that. Mm -hmm. That that's something that I actually, and again, I'm not a supporter. However, this was way before we, there was even talks of him ever becoming a president. You know what I'm saying? Mm -hmm. He was just a real estate mogul and we just knew yeah. him for that. He came on TV all the time. Yeah. And that was it. And, and, you know, and I think this was even before he had the, you're fired, you know, I, I think it was even before then, but you yeah. know, I, I like that. And I, and I actually live by that motto. You know, I tell somebody, you know, Hey, uh, what do you want to eat? Oh, I don't know. I just have a little bit, dude, if we're just talking about it, go big. Mm -hmm. Then you have people actually change their thought. When, when it's about thinking it, 
oh, okay, well then if we're just, or what kind of man do you want in your life? Um, I guess I could go, no, 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 go big. So, you know, him, he, he lived by that. Like you said, he spoke a lot of his rhetoric into existence so much so that he thought big for himself and damn it. He was like, I'm going to be the president. Watch this. Yeah. Watch me, watch me. And, and he did. Exactly That's something we, he did. Mm. He did. He did. So, but now he's not anymore. So now he's fired. <laughs> bye bye. Bye. Girl, bye. Bye, -bye. <laughs> bye for now. Okay. Okay. Bye okay. Bye. Bye. All right now. Okay. All right. <laughs> but our vice president, however you want to flip it, is a black woman. So, mm -hmm. yeah. You yeah. know, and, and they bad. They big mad. Ooh, they big mad. <sighs> yeah. Um, and, you know, this, it remains to be seen how this transition of power is going to go down with the masses. You know, I'm, I'm, I want to be hopeful. I don't want to put no shit in the game, you know, and, mm -hmm. and um, I'm, I'm watching with all my eyes open. Let's just say that. Okay. All right. Well, well, I'm going to spin that. So keep your eyes open mm -hmm. because keeping it woke, <laughs> New Jersey has approved weed and it is now legal for adults. Um, I don't know if you heard about this, but the constitutional amendment legalizes marijuana for adults to use. And, this is big because I know New Jersey, they've been waiting for this. And as you know, I'm in Jersey. Mm -hmm. um, I personally haven't been waiting for this. Um, <laughs> no. unless, it's, unless it's free. Huh? What? Huh? Huh? What? Huh? <laughs> <laughs> All right. So uh, that's the big hurrah. You know, we have our, um, our, our big marijuana smokers that are so happy right now. Uh, they're all getting their prescriptions together. And, you know, there's a lot of vendors and there's a lot of money to be made in, you know, the legalization of marijuana. Unbelievable amounts of money. Oh, billions and billions of dollars. So um, I even have friends in California, you know, they, they have businesses and they're, they're letting you know, like, we all right over here. Mm -hmm. um, but one question that I did have was when you have people who are serving time for marijuana distribution, mm -hmm. um, you know, right. are they, are their cases going to be looked at? Are they going to be, you know, set free immediately? Right. Like how, how is this going to work? So, how is that going to work? We don't know. Right. So that's something that I'm actually kind of following. I'm, I'm very curious to see how this is going to work because it's medicinal, but on the same side, a lot of people are not using it for medicinal reasons. Let's be real here. Mm. You sure? No. <laughs> Huh? I know this is the book. This is the huh? book. Huh? What? <laughs> no, 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 no. So you got, so you got to be careful because a lot of, you know, you got a lot of folks that are running with it, and mm, it can be I dangerous. Like it's a gateway drug. It can be dangerous. Uh, but unless you, you got, some, say that. I know you always say that. Mm-hmm. What? That it's a gateway drug. Gateway drug. Mm-hmm. Oh yeah, that's how it starts. You know, I, I see it all the time. That's where it starts. Just it starts with a cigarette. Then it goes to a cigar, and then it goes to weed, and they need another high, then it goes to cocaine, then it goes to meth. I mean, it's just, mm. it's a lot of things that can happen. So I don't know if Snoop Dogg has ever had to take it a little further, or if he's just happy with his good smoke. But mm. everybody can't do it like Snoop. This is true. Because <laughs> the one thing Snoop does, he gets up and goes to work, and he takes his rollers out of his hair, honey. And mm. he is there, waiting for Martha Stewart in the studio. <laughs> You know, I always, okay, I don't even want to, okay, nothing. <laughs> I just a swing in my hair. Okay, sorry, keep it woke. I'm sorry. All right, moving on. Moving on. Mm -hmm. Where we at? Where we at? Where we at, dope? <laughs> what? <laughs> we are now at one of my favorite parts, segments of the show is the Weekend D. You got it going on. Remember singing that in the fan when we were kids? Yeah. <laughs> Listen, well, you couldn't tell us we weren't the Pointer Sisters. Oh, real. We had a dance routine and everything. That was what? singing in the fan. It do something. It, it was it was the first auto tune. Okay. Anyway, <laughs> wait for it. Mm -hmm. <laughs> All right, listen. So today we have a question from one of our listeners who is looking for some of our sound advice. 
And, um, and to all y'all out there, if you do have a question, please send it. Just go to our website, www.twizpod, that's T-W-I-S-P-O-D.com, um, and submit your questions there. So anyway, um, so she says, I am a middle-aged woman, and for years I have been afraid of sex and intimacy due to my religious upbringing. I come from a family of strong Christian religious beliefs. I've been single and celibate for years, have repressed pretty much all expressions of my sexuality. I listen to you ladies regularly and really trust what light you can shed to help me begin to explore my black girl magic after all these years. Mm. Mm, Chitara. Mm. You got some help? <laughs> remember the church lady? Remember this reminds me of the church lady. Remember what Saturday like Saturday yes. night live? Yeah, isn't that Anna special? Harvey? Isn't that yeah. special? Isn't that special? <laughs> yeah, this is this wow. Um Okay, so oh, ooh, where do I go with this? I need to take off my glasses. Mm-hmm. I feel like I need to um, let my hair down and, and shake out my bun. <laughs> you all know I don't have a bun, right? Okay, you get you get the vision. You get the visual. Follow me here. <laughs> my my bun is in my purse. Like I said, <laughs> pull out a ponytail for you. Sounds like wow, Christian beliefs, huh? So you have repressed all your sexuality and. You want to get to your black girl magic? So the black girl magic I have is, I mean, are you a freak? Are you trying to say you want to get back to your freakdom? Because I don't think she's ever been there. That's what it sounds like. It sounds like she's at a point in her life where, I I mean, that she's looking to explore it. That's, you know, I guess that's, that's just a part of black girl magic. So, Hmm. I mean, which, okay. So here, can I, what I, what I was seeing here, you know, I think, I, you know, we, we didn't necessarily grow up in like a strong Christian religious household, but I think, you know, especially when you talk about black girls and, you know, and black women growing up in, you know, the normal, our standard, you know, the Christian household, so to speak, our sexuality is repressed a lot of times. That's why you, you know, you do see a a huge rebellion going on Mm in our eyes, you know, where people are just kind of um, you know, not, not even going that way anymore. But, you know, a lot of times I think we have grown up and, you know, generations before us, like sex is, is, it feels good and all, but there's some, there's some evilness attached to it. Would you, would you agree? I mean, even like when you think of like young kids and, you know, learning their bodies and masturbating, you do it's, it's, it's almost like you, you, it's not something you would talk about with, with family or with your parents or you know it it has a it has sort of a connotation and I think a lot of it is based on you know the Christian beliefs of you know touching yourself or you know even having sex before marriage even though everybody out here you know doing all types of stuff and doing all Mm -hmm. types of things um I think most of us how we grew up is you you learn to internalize it because you know it's it is a part of there's some shame attached to it. It's a taboo attached to it. I mean, you know, even now we have some songs about, you know, eating ass and doing all this stuff. But I, mm-hmm. I, I'm just saying like this to me, like maybe this is all new. Not that doing that is, you know, I not new under the sun, but mm-hmm. I think, you know, a lot of us have been in that boat where, you know, we have had to kind of, you know, push back our bodies and ourselves and our desires because of how we grew up. Mm-hmm. So, no, you don't think so? No, no, I'm, I'm hearing you. I'm hearing you. I'm just pondering. Mm-hmm. Oh, okay, so, so I, I, but I, I think those days are. I mean, we we are progressive. We're changing. You know, we're in the look. It, but whether it's music, it's art, it's um, you know, the the expansion of different religions and spiritualities. I think all of these have played a part in you know, especially for women, for us, reclaiming our bodies, reclaiming ourselves, you know, um, learning the, you know, how to pleasure ourselves and what we desire in relationships, you know, our erotic power, our pussy power. Mm -hmm. I think, you know, there has been a huge revolution of reclaiming that, you know, whether you are looking at, you know, the vagina monologues, or you're talking about Megan Thee Stallion, there are so Mm -hmm. many different ways that we as as black women um have kind of overcome that you know i i call somebody you know i look at uh what's the um 
what's the website? The um, OnlyFans. I'm like, mm-hmm. look, those are the greatest entrepreneurs on Only OnlyFans. Like, mm-hmm. you work it the way you work it. Mm-hmm. So, but again, there's a fine line between you know that sh- feeling of shame and then you know really honing and and taking your power in. So. Mm-hmm. I think for her is, you know, she's she's at this point where she's she's wanting to explore that, wanting to, um, you know, kind of get out there and kind of, you know, you want to feel yourself. I'm feeling myself, you know, and, okay. and not like putting on a, a fucking a fucking girl dress and going out. I mean, we got COVID, yeah. so it might not, you know, happen the way I'm thinking, but <laughs> put a mask you know, on. Like, day, like there, there was there was something to be said. You go put your fucking dress on and go out and, you know. Do the things that make you feel good, your affirmations, because everything that you we just talked about this with the whole number 45, what you say is what you what you are. You speak things into existence. So, you know, having those conversations with yourself, how I would just, you know, even just affirmations about your body, you know, knowing your body. There's some women you ever hear where they they don't even know what their what their vagina looks like. They don't even know what their vulva look, you know. Yeah. Yeah. Like explore you, you know, or, and we, we talk about this a lot on the show where, you know, there are women who cannot reach an orgasm with penetration, you know, and a lot of that, what we talk about, a lot of that is in your mind. It's, oh, yeah. it's, all, it's all mental. So how mm-hmm. do you, how do you feel about your body? How do you feel about your desires? How do you express those? How do you express love to yourself, to others? I mean, it, all of those go and and explore those things get to know yourself you know your ins and outs where you know right. physically spiritually you know all all of those pieces of you you know and right. how you connect to pleasure you know what what feels good because what feels good to you might not feel good to the next person so figure out right. well you know what, what feel good what feels good to you well, um Mm-hmm. I'm, I'm sorry. I'm curious. When she says she's a middle-aged woman, what is considered middle-aged today? That's before um, I go any I further. 35, okay, 45. 35, 45. Okay. So to have been practicing abstinence for a very long time and coming from the, you know, family with strong Christian beliefs. I know when I got to college, all of the pastor's daughters, they turned into the hoes within four days of admission. Okay, just well, because... It, no, right up. They just like, yo, you heard, you know, like, I mean, the pastor's daughters, they just wild out. And like, before you know it, they did the football team and so on. And by, you know, by senior year, they settling down, getting married. And, you know, they put their loafers on a little cardigan sweater and put their glasses back on. But, you know, I do believe that sometimes when you take religion, um, there's a lot of judgment. And I just feel like, you know, kind of give yourself a moment to say to yourself, um, he who casts the first stone be without sin. And unfortunately, in religion, that's something that's that's an armor that you have to keep for yourself. I know I have it. So a lot of times I even say to people, I keep my stones in my pocket like because I, I mean, it's, it's a lot of judgment there. So and on top of it, um, when you say that you've been celibate, which means you've had sex before and you pretty much, you know, put it on the back burner. So, you know, you stop being intimate. I would definitely say. Like you said, love yourself. So if it takes, you know, buying yourself some of the best lingerie and only know, only you know you got it on, buying yourself some of the, the sexiest panties and bras. Because, hell, sometimes I'm looking like a librarian, but underneath this, I got on some sexy shit and only I know it. And it makes me feel sexy throughout the day. <laughs> It's little things I do for myself. I, I, and you know how people say, like, you ever look nice on a day and people say, like, who, who are you getting dressed for? Motherfucker yeah. for myself. Like, yeah. You know, people always assume it's for, no, like you got a date. No, this is for me. You got to do things for yourself, you know, and that, that is a big piece of your sexuality, you know, I'm um, building that confidence and comfort. But if you want to talk intimate, then do it with your panties and bras and, you know, walk around the house with lingeries on a weekend when you, you know, silky shit, make you feel good. And, mm-hmm. um, I would definitely say uh, if you want to trim your lawn, have a wax that helps also make everything look pretty, you know, mm-hmm. and, um, and then hell, if you need to be on a, a, a porn capade, Okay, not a sex capade, a porn capade. Go ahead. I made that word up, by the way. You go right on ahead and you watch as much porn because at some point, even for me, when I when I learned that there was porn, I swear I was like looking at everybody's living room, like peeking in in everybody's living room. Like, what y'all doing? What y'all doing? How y'all do? What y'all do? How y'all do? Oh, you do that too? Oh, wait a minute. Now, how y'all? And that's really what it was. Just just seeing, you know, and out, out of curiosity, what y'all doing? Didn't deter me from knowing what I wanted. You know what I mean? It was just, I got to see a little bit of everything. 
And then after that, you get that out. Okay, got that out of your system. That's not a big deal. And then hopefully when you connect with somebody, you can really take your time and let them know. And this is what you say. And I, I want to give her this advice. You mm -hmm. tell him. And even if you tell him this after church in the parking lot, you say, I want you to mind fuck me. <laughs> Ooh, girl. And that's how you start. All right. And that's building intimacy. And then hopefully, you know, in time you get more comfortable. You're letting him know, you know, I'm not ready to be jumping in all that because I'm not trying to say I'm Cardi B certified freak seven days a week. But I would like to get to that. <laughs> Ew. Okay. So with all I, I got, I know I got, I got a lot of good wop. Why? Because these sexy drawers I got on are soaking wet. But I'm gonna hold out. I'm gonna keep this, keep this belt buckle real tight. You know, I just, I just, I'm just all about getting mind fucked. And then hopefully, you know, you build your intimacy from there. So play by your own rules. Take your time, mm -hmm. but build up, build up your personal sexy, you know, and intimacy, you know, for yourself first. Masturbation, sexy stuff, conversation, and get back there because 35, shit. I know some women don't have orgasms until they're in their 30s. Eve, like I've been effing and doing all this and all this time i've been missing the explosion what the fuck mm -hmm. you know yeah, like you've been missing that's out that's crazy but and yeah he's been, like, been getting his because <laughs> he gonna always get his <laughs> right you think about how many explosions that they got that you didn't get out of all the years oh my god i better go to the bank and start getting my dollars i can make a damn mortgage payment <laughs> too much too much too much too soon <laughs> buy the house with the infinity pool in the back <laughs> got my whiskey laugh come out <laughs> <laughs> when you throw that infinity pool in there mm -hmm. all that money you could have made from oh. all them orgasms you missed mm -mm. you know what I'm saying he busy getting his what can you, you imagine from, from your day one till right now oh come on now all that pleasure you missed out on because you would yeah. get stopped. Yeah. Mm -hmm. So now, but, but, but that comes with time and that comes with age and that comes with wisdom. So again, once you, you know, figure mm -hmm. yourself out, she's, she might be a little late in the game, but who are we? And you know, it's so funny. I remember being on the phone with a friend and they talked about, you know, just kind of the world being in a bad place and church and, you know, things being demonic and sexuality and so on. And when she hung up my other girlfriend, she was like, mm-hmm, she a freak. <laughs> <laughs> It was the funniest thing. And hey, you ain't got to lie, Craig. You ain't got to lie. She was so holier than thou with it. And we and I mean, just for the what do they say? When you too sanctified for your own good. For all the holier than thou, that's what I'm trying to say. You gotta have your armor of he who cast the first stone. You gotta have your own armor because you will feel very judged, and that'd be the main person. You know what I mean? With their own skeletons and their own problems and they own everything. Who are you to tell me? You know what I mean about my sexuality? And you and you cheating. Mm -hmm. on your spouse who are you to tell me you know what i mean when you abuse alcohol who are you to tell me when you steal money from the job like i can go on and on about everybody has their own sin library of sex tapes out here that, oh, that. listen here politician you better go ahead you get up off that floor and get that cocaine out you know <laughs> or you want to tell me about keeping my baby you better go ahead get me started papa don't preach i'm in trouble please <laughs> That is going to be the name of the episode. <laughs> Papa, don't preach. I'm in trouble, please. Okay? I made up my mind. Mm -mm. And I remixed the end part, as you can see. <laughs> but I ain't nobody's mother. I, I just want to make sure we gave her some good advice, you know, really. Um, and I, I would just add to it, like, to really you know, challenge the message, whatever, whatever can preconceived idea or what you come up with, mm -hmm. you know, sometimes you gotta break all that down, you know, and decide what it is you want to internalize and what you don't. So, you know, Ooh. some, I'm, I'm, I need, sometimes it's just, you gotta write it down on a piece of paper. Like, where'd I get that from that, you know, sex was bad or masturbating was bad or, you know, um, I, 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 couldn't have sex before marriage or, you know, all of whatever it is that, um, you know, you're holding on to make sure it's your message, not what somebody put into inside your head and made you believe blindly, you know, make sure that what you are internalizing feels good for you and stop shaming yourself, you know, stop. Again, I'm with the write it down, write it down. What, what is it that makes you feel ashamed? And then affirm yourself, you know, mm -hmm. Affirm your body, affirm your desires, affirm love, affirm your pussy power, affirm mm -hmm. all those 
daily. Say it out loud. Look in the mirror and tell yourself how beautiful you are. What, you know, um, connect with yourself in that way. And then, you know, I think one of the things that even for us and, you know, my sister circle is, you know, we have very open conversations, obviously here on the show we do about, about sex and that helps, you know, having those open and honest conversations, you know, about, you know, what you've learned, what you unlearn and, you know, what our, uh, erotic goals are and so on it that's healthy in and of itself so it 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 kind of takes out that you know you don't feel alone you you don't feel shame because you have your circle and i think that is so important for for us to have you know just like you said you know your girlfriends you're on the phone talking about it you know you know the real I, that yeah. that's that's a huge thing well, you know what? So, and just looking out, you know, just like you said, knowing the foundation of certain things. I am a very outgoing person, woman right now. Was I always an outgoing kid? I would like to say I, I would like to say I was. However, let me just be clear. My sex talk with my mother was a couple of words. And all she said to me when it came to the sex talks was, don't be bringing no babies up in here. That was it. That's all. That's all she said to me. There was no real sex talk um, because I think there was like a paper we had to sign uh, for sex ed. You know, like the parents pretty much had to consent to you, you know, getting the sex education. And that was pretty much her 50 cents. She would don't be bringing no babies in here. And that was it. And then I remember I always admired my friends who had relationships with their moms, especially where they could talk so openly about that stuff. I didn't feel that way. And no, I didn't even no. even when it came to like birth control, like I needed birth control because I like had terrible cramps. It wasn't even about having sex. And my mother was like, I don't agree with that at all. Not even for a married woman. That's nothing but, you know, synthetic drugs pumped in your system and can't be good for you. The same mother. I'm like floored right now. Are you kidding me? Yeah, she was not. She was not, you know, and I and I was fresh people. I was fresh. I wore my leopard skirt. And my heels to school, okay, with my little patent leather Joyce Leslie shoes. You couldn't tell me I wasn't getting on the runway. Yeah, I was. I was fresh. I was a hot little hot to trot. But you know, it, it wasn't. Mm-mm. She wasn't. She wasn't nice in how she you know talked to me. And but she did say sex is natural. That was at the most. Sex is natural. I'm like, yeah, sure. I hear my brother's crying in the back. Sounds natural now. But mm-mm. I I didn't see it as. Um, oh, I think we have. Wow, we had a kind of a different experience. I just you know I yeah. I felt like pretty open between her and our grandmother was mm-hmm. no my I, grandmother I, told me that a gentleman should court me so in other words yeah. that's old school term for dating like he and you know shouldn't be putting his hands on you he should court you you should go out looking beautiful feel beautiful you know let him basically spend time and effort on you and you should uh-huh. be courted that's how that was the, that was what i got for dating uh-huh. and that, that was another no sex policy too i was like okay Okay. You didn't, you got, you, you were, you were great with mommy. Like you guys, you, you really had sex talks. Yeah. Well, yeah, because I mean, at some point she did find out that I was sexually active. So we had to, it was very, what? I mean, it was, huh? <laughs> <laughs> okay. Okay. I'm sorry. I'm sorry. I'm sorry. Let's get out of here. Bye. <laughs> Goodbye. <laughs> Tell me about it later though. I, I do. I do want to hear about this. Cause I didn't know. Yeah. I mean, I, wow. I'm just, I thought your experience was like my experience. I mean, mm-mm. 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 Okay. you yeah. let me know. We are not friends. I was like, okay, so maybe, maybe after you, she was like, you know what? I ain't doing this with all them. <laughs> she shook her head and was like, when are we going to Disney World? Because mm-mm. <laughs> mm-mm. <laughs> I got, I got other things. I need to find That's out, so. We'll have to, we'll have to uh, yeah. talk about that. Okay. Mm-hmm. Yeah. Wow. Nope. Okay. No comfort there. Yep. I had to figure it out. Mm-hmm. <laughs> At your local Planned Parenthood, like, excuse me, can I talk to somebody? <laughs> that is not funny. <laughs> Woo. Okay, you better keep your stones in your pocket. Hello. Wow. Same mom. Okay. All right. She just she yeah. changed. She, changed she said, she brand new whip just hopped in. What's popping? That's what she said. <laughs> <laughs> same womb, new kids, new options. That's what she said. Yeah. Mm-hmm. Yeah. Okay. Hopefully we gave some good advice. I hope so, too. Explore that some more. All right. Well, where we at? Oh, we are now at... That's my jam. That's my jam. All right, all right, all right, all right. You know, I love, like... Okay, I'm going to take y'all back. Okay. So, in honor of Heavy D, who passed away, I think this is the... uh, 
11th anniversary around around this time of his passing. Mm-hmm. Heavy D from Heavy D and the Boys. So the song is Now That We Found Love, which was, oh God, I just, you know there are certain songs you hear them and mm-hmm. I said I, all the time, it was, it was just, it was my jam. It really, really, really was. So this was, it was originally recorded by Gamble and Huff and they, the OJs. So there was like, it was a long version. It was a reggae disco version. Mm-hmm. So Heavy D and the Boys uh, remade it in 1991 and it was, it was probably their most successful song to date. It was produced by Teddy Riley. And this was like a crossover song too. So it did really well, like all over the world. So just a little, I have to pay respect to Heavy D. Um, you know, he was, he was like one, he was one of the originators. You know, he was signed to Uptown Records. Remember back in the day, Uptown Records? Uptown, Uptown, Andre yep. Morrell. Yep. Heavy D, Eddie F. And this was a time when he was the rap, he- Heavy D was the rapper, Eddie F was like the DJ, and then he had the two dancers, T-Roy, uh, Trouble T-Roy, who passed away um, in an accident, and G-Wiz. But, you know, how, uh, how, how the times was, was, you know, the rappers had dancers, so that's how you knew Heavy D was Heavy D and the boys. And he had, you know, and Heavy D, everybody knew, as big as he was, he was like one of the best dancers as you yeah. know as well on so um you couldn't tell heavy d nothing i you know he did a song with um janet jackson all right mm-hmm. yeah um, one, one of my favorites and then he also appeared on michael jackson's jam back in 1992 and remember he did the theme song for living color and for mad tv remember that mm-hmm. You walk on and float like a balloon because it's never too late and it's never too soon. Take it from me as I in living color. Yes. Mm-hmm. Mm-hmm. Yeah. So, yeah, Waterbed, Waterbed have. Um, he was also in the um, in uh, Biggie's video Juicy and he was in One More Chance also. So a lot of people don't know, but Heavy D was instrumental in getting um, Diddy, P. Diddy's uh, career off the ground because he was the one who went to Andre Harrell and said, sign him, um, hire him as an intern over at Uptown Records. And um, as we know, the rest with P. Diddy's career was his history. Um, Heavy D, he signed Soul For Real. Remember them? And he wrote most of their songs. Heavy D is Soul For Real. I, I got it for everything you say. Keep going. <laughs> yep, yep, yep. Um, then remember, he he was an actor. He was in a couple of them. He was in A Side of House Rules. Um, yes. uh, and he was in Life. Remember yep. that? Living Single. He was in Living Single. Stopped him a Living Single. Oh, um, man. Oh. Heavy D was so he keeps so dope. So um, he passed away in 2011. It sounded like from pneumonia on a plane. He had uh, he went to a uh, he did a concert in Wales. It was a a, mem- uh, a concert in memory of Michael Jackson. And on his way back, it seems like he um, he had an embolism. He had something, um, but you know he passed away. So a uh, uh, devastating loss for the hip hop community um those that know know so he- now that we found love heavy d mhm what are we going to do to this mm-hmm. i'm sorry i'm like yeah now good time that was a good time i remember i remember you jamming into that i remember your rugby i remember your word up magazine <laughs> see, see see i remember i remember these things and i remember your bamboo earrings Oh, and I was like, I love me a good hand me down. I can't wait till she can't fit that shirt no more. <laughs> and Damn my it. Don't forget my curly bangs that I used to use with SpongeBob. Oh yeah, we know those. That good, that good curl, <laughs> right back oh, on your forehead. Oh man, and I loved Heavy D. Like, what was so crazy is, um, you know, and he always bigged up his Jamaican roots, which I loved oh, yeah. about him. It was was just so crazy was that, you know, as big as he was, you know, he was mm-hmm. a heavy, he was heavy, but he was sexy. Oh, I love me some Heavy D. He did. You couldn't, you could. He always danced, and this was just the era of, you know, it was, it was feel the music good. was so good, it was feel good. Like, you know, this song when you play it, it's like eight minutes long. You just jamming, you jamming, you jamming. You know, you dancing, you getting up, and that was, that's what it was about. This was the era. It was like feel good music. Now that we found love, what are we gonna do with it? It was feel good. He made it feel good. You know, there was dancing. 
He didn't call. And I was, he didn't call didn't women. Any, he didn't use any Do yourself a favor and don't curse. Pete Rockaseal Smooth was in it, right? No. And I think, yeah. Can we do a heavy D week? Like for the next few, can we just do heavy D jams? Oh, so basically you want the next song to be with Heavy D? Sure. Yeah, why not? <laughs> I'll be trying to make it a project. Can we, um, I was thinking that we redecorate and make this Heavy D day. In memory? Yeah, we can. Yeah, yeah. Get I would like to do that. that. Love me. Remember that he's the old way, love it. Yeah, and remember we, remember we practiced the dance? Your little sister, oh, yeah. he was like, oh, we can do it together. I was like, I know it. I was standing there looking like, now you know. Now you know why that's rhythm. <laughs> oh man that was so good yes good yes i love it i love it so now we are at the segment where we are here to support black businesses this is a segment of the show where we believe in growing our economy and strengthening our communities by supporting products and services made for us by us so today i'm highlighting miss Soweet, pronounced Soweet of Soweet jewelry uh she's based out of brooklyn new york and she has a lot of um great statement pieces uh with a lot of you know, great black character. So I don't know if you got a chance to take a look. She does have like a cool pendant with Malcolm X. Um, you have Sojourner Truth. You have, um, I mean, she has the Ankh. It's a lot of beautiful, beautiful historical jewelry pieces. And again, it's black mm -hmm. owned and the sister's doing her thing. So she was highlighted in Cosmopolitan. Um, we have Mary J wearing some of her stuff. And when I tell you it's dope, I'm like, okay, how can I go about getting a piece? Because this I'm is this down. is nice. How can I be down? That's how. That's pretty much how it sounds. And she's combining jewelry with education, and um, she's calling it, you know, grassroots grass grassroots activism. So using Love jewelry it. as an educational tool. So anytime somebody's like, you know, it's like statement piece, like, oh, what's that? And then boom, you kind of pretty much have to know your stuff and get ready to give that history on it. I love, Love it. it. Love it. Yeah, so yes, you can check her out at Suitsium or at www.suitsium. That's S E W I T S I U M dot com. Love it. Love it. Right. Yay. Yay. All right, y'all. Well, we get here. We're here. We've come to the end. Please like, share, and subscribe to That's What I'm Saying, the podcast. Listen to us on iTunes, Google Play, iHeartRadio, Spotify, Pandora, wherever you listen to your podcast, you can probably find us. Also, please watch That's What I'm Saying weekdays on Island TV. Download the Island TV app. And Shatara, what else we got to let them know? Yes, if you have a question for the Weekend D Report, do you want to keep up to date on all my upcoming comedy shows as well as our podcasts and TV events, then get social with us. DM us, talk to us. Find us on Facebook and Twitter and Instagram at twist, that's T-W-I-S, no need for the P in there, or on our website at T-W-I-S-P-O-D.com. Again, that's twistpod.com. Thank you as always for listening. Love you all. Till next time, stay well, stay healthy. Peace.